You are welcome to a great moment in destiny. God is about to speak directly to you and the message coming right up is crafted by heaven not just to challenge you but to align your destiny. As you embrace divine instruction, expect that God's word is bringing about revival, healing, restoration and transformation to your entire life. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me and receive God's word through his choice vessel, Apostle Goodheart Obi Ekweme. All right, Isaiah 40. Let's read together 28, 29, and 31. If you're there, one, two, three, go. Has thou not known? Has thou not heard? And the everlasting God. The Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainted not, neither is weary, there is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Kai, we should go home. There is a way to run. There is a way to walk that you don't faint and you're not weary. Listen, even the young men who have the physical composition, in the last days, they go tired. It takes more than youthful zest, zeal, and energy to stand the pressure of the last days. Mm -hmm. And even those who are old in age, who know how to wait, so it's not age related you're never too old to know how to wait you're never too young to know how to wait praise god for a companion text luke 18 verse number one luke 18 number one and he spake a parable unto them to this end that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Amplify Classic says, Also, Jesus told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not to turn coward, faint, lose heart, and give up. For an assignment, prayer. The cure to a life of fainting and defeat. Father, thank you for blessing the reading of your holy word. I beseech you yet again, my father, to take a coal of fire from the altar of heaven and on the lips and the tongues of clay 
of the seven son of yours that once again I will come to your people in this room but across the nations with a word from the throne of grace thus said the Lord move us from where we are to where you reserve for us called destiny let devils be terrified let your church be edified and let Jesus alone be glorified even in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ we pray let somebody shout a big big amen you may please be seated in God's wonderful presence the cure to a life of fainting and defeat. Beloved, there is a spiritual strategy the Lord has made available for saints and believers to be able to renew their strength. Kadabalaganosa. <laughs> If the Lord has made this strategy available, it is also indicative that he understands that it is in the nature of man outside of God in the process of working to also become weary and become tired. So he set a spiritual system. And once our very sensible dietary habits are very important whilst our exercise regimen is very important to be told is that I make efforts within my human capacity and the time available to me to do these things I get some reasonable exercise out of playing lawn tennis I watch my diet reasonably but having said all that really really these things outside the God-ordained system of renewing your strength will fail. It is for man to walk and to be weary. You see, that text says that the youth will faint. The youth will be weary. But listen, that God will never faint nor be weary. So God is the only one who works and never gets tired or gets weary. And he says, hey, I have a system. I have a system. And that system put in place is to wait upon me. You see, the ways of God are not the ways of men. You would have thought that uh, in order to get strength and stamina and all of that, uh, there are other things I can do too. But God said, no, no, no. What I want you to do is to simply wait upon me. You see, waiting upon God is not the same thing as an old woman at a bus stop waiting for the bus to come to pick her up. That woman is somewhat idle, just seated, doing literally absolutely nothing, waiting for the boss to come by. But when God says, wait upon me or seek me, it's not a state of idleness. It's a state of many multifaceted spiritual activity. Right? And ironically, to wait upon the Lord is to engage in another kind of work just that this work is recreational this work brings revival 
this kind of work brings restoration. So the point is that it takes some measure of spiritual energy and discipline and commitment to wait. The lazy can't wait. And that's why people don't like praying and fasting. I mean, there's already a, a stare in the house. I mean, 14 days just praying and fasting. What for? What's happening? Listen, there is too much at stake ahead of you. Ah, if you knew what was coming around the corner, you will go more than beyond 14 days. You see, I would rather do the work that God asked me to do than to do my work. Oh boy, help me Jesus. In John 4, the disciples had gone into Samaria, gone into the Samaria, Samaria I believe it is, to, to, to get food, right? And Jesus had a, a conversation with this woman at the well of Samaria. And to call long story short, when the disciples came back, they saw Jesus, you know, he, he, as far as they were concerned, he hadn't found food to eat, but was full of energy, just bouncing like a rock, you know. He said, Master, uh, have you eaten? You, you look, I'm paraphrasing now, you look so strong as though you've eaten. We went to get some food. Have you had something to eat? He laughed, I believe. Ka, 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 ka. He said, hey, my meat is to do the will of God and my meat is to finish the work. So he was saying, whilst I am doing the work of God, I am receiving strength. At no place, at no point, are you more strengthened than to be in the center of God's will for your life. Somebody put it this way. It's not, uh, 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 it's not too much work that kills. It is wrong work that kills. Track with me. It's not too much work that kills people. It's wrong work. When you identify what it means to work in him, you find what it means to rest in him. Uh, and one of the work he's called us to be engaging is the work of seeking him. Is the work of praying. Is the work of calling upon him. <laughs> the work of waiting. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as of eagles. What happens from the place of waiting is that they will run. Katokete. It's ironic because human beings will learn to crawl, to walk, to run. But in this case, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. from his presence, you are coming out running. Let me speak ahead of you. 14 days as you engage your heart, engage your mind, engage your spirit in these days of waiting and watching, seeking his face, you are going to come out at the 14th day running. You will run into December, December. You will run into January 2021. 
as it was said concerning Jesus in Luke 4 after his days of fasting he was tempted tested by the devil three times the Bible says he came out in power and signs and wonders began to follow him after 40 days of fasting and prayer at the end of this exercise somebody under the sound of my voice you are coming out with another level of power shut shut yes i believe we are about to pay the power bill for the coming season if you don't charge your meter at home you stand the risk of light going out when you most need it you don't wait for power to go out to start charging the bead, your, 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 your meter. No. If you want, listen, please listen. If you want to enjoy continuous power, you must also commit to continuous charging. Oh, you don't want to hear me this morning. See, believers, unfortunately, uh, tend to live this life of rise and fall and rise and fall. They rise when they get to what seems to be the top. They don't have enough power to maintain. They come back again. They go up again. When they get into crisis, oh God, oh God, oh God. When God shows up, wow, they relax. No, sir, no, sir, no, sir. The time to pray even more is not when things are not working. It's when things seem to be working. There's food on the table, clothes on your back. Your wife is altogether lovely. Your husband has all you want him to have. That, that's when to pray what what prayer brings prayer sustains oh you don't want to hear me this morning you see one thing i believe we ought to do this morning as we consecrate the fast is we will repent of what prayerlessness one of the assignments of this church family globally is to noise abroad the sound of revival you can't think or talk revival without prayer and if we're going to fulfill that mandate given us by God, this house must admit we are called by God the house of prayer. Jesus said that my house shall be called the house of excellence, the house of music, the house of praise, the house of worship, the house of preaching, the house of teaching, the house of missions, the house of soul willing. All of that is wonderful. But he said that my house will have one major identity. It shall be called the house of prayer for all nations. Why is the emphasis? Because prayer birthed everything I told you now. You saw house of Judah. You think it's just about scoring songs and skills? No, sir. These people have begun to engage at a whole new level of consecration and prayer. You think miracles happen because you're just preaching the word? No, sir. Listen, whatever you're doing that is spiritual, that is going to gain not just relevance in time, but gain eternal relevance, must be backed, must be soaked, must be enamored with prayer. 
I know you're an evangelist, but you need to soak your evangelism with prayer. I know you're a teacher. You need the backing of prayer. Listen, the disciples had hung around Jesus long enough to understand that everything else that came out of his ministry hey, was traceable to his life of prayer. I never read in my Bible, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, where Peter, James, Bartholomew, Matthew, Luke asked Jesus, teach me how to preach, teach me how to witness, teach me how to sing. Teach me how to do miracles. But they asked him, Katoka, teach us. So legaba, teach us how to pray. That means this is the master's keys. Hey! We want to be like Jesus, but we don't want to gain the master's key. It is the master's key but it is the master key you know thieves in our day and age have what they call a master key you can open Honda Civic huh? Toyota Corolla Camry Mercedes Benz huh? Forerunner it's called what a master key is it those things they, they don't seem to I mean, they don't cease to fascinate me how one key can open these doors, but it's called a master key. How can one key open Toyota Camry, then open Honda Civic? It's called what? A master key. The master's key is the master key. If you want a key that unlocks the doors that have been shut against you, the doors of delay, the doors of fear and anxiety. The doors of all kinds of trauma in your mind, in your psyche. The doors of barrenness. The doors of not being fruitful. Hey, the key is what? Prayer. So teach us how to pray. Because they knew if they learn how to pray, everything else will fall in place. Beloved, when prayer is absent in the life of a believer, please listen carefully. The consequence is defeat. Look at the Amplified Classic, Luke 18.1. Also Jesus told them a parable to the effect that they ought always. Somebody say always. Come on, Roger. Say what always? This is what we need to repent. We've not been praying always. Always to pray and not to turn coward. Faint. Lose heart and give up. Is there somebody who has been fainting? Have you been turning coward? Have you been weak? Because you're drawn near to the end of the year and you are allowing things to just barrage your mind and hit your mind and tell you that you'll never do well, you're no good. It won't happen as the Lord said. Hey, look at your prayer altar. 
Kadoba. You know what? I have understood myself that when my life is on fire, on two grounds, on the word, in prayer, the things that were serious challenge yesteryears, when they come in the same way, I don't feel them. I mean, they, 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 why? You know why? Because the spiritual stature has grown so that the same trial that messed you up last year, when it comes, boom, it falls apart. Why? There's fire on the altar. Flies cannot pitch a frying pan. No, sir. When you set yourself ablaze, like the Bible says in Exodus 3, that Moses saw a burning bush that was not consumed. I turned aside to see. When your life is set ablaze with fire, with passion, with zeal, guess what? Your man will turn aside to see. Your life will gain the attention of people if only your life can be ablaze. A burning bush needs no advertisement. No sir. When your company is burning with fire is self-advertising. When your marital destiny is burning with fire it is self-advertising. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that in the next two weeks all of our personal prayer order, honestly, including my humble self. This morning in my room, I said, Lord, forgive me. My, my prayer life could have been, should have been ways beyond now. I desire for more before the year is over. May your personal prayer altar catch fire. 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 No more coldness. No more lukewarmness. Pray for 10 minutes. Rah, rah, rah. No, no, no. Rouse yourself into prayer. Why? The devil loves a prayerless seat. Write it down. He loves a prayerless seat. But the devil dreads. Dreads. A man of prayer and a woman of prayer. I'm a man of God. I don't like to pray. Ah, you, you better like it too. There are courses in university you don't have to like. You must pass. They are not elective. You don't choose French and German, no. Maths, compulsory. English, solid. Every day I ask my daughter, what are you, what are you doing today? Sir, maths, English, you know, it's, it's almost, every day they say, they say, they seem to be a daily diet of maths and English in my house. I say, ah, these two courses, they are compulsory for life. You can do French on Monday and do PE on Friday but maths and English daily he daily loads you with his benefits <laughs> so there's a daily load of prayer daily, 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 daily daily. you can't be in a house of prayer, you're running from prayer they call prayer meeting, you're away 5 a.m. you're not there say they're praying for us, no, you pray for yourself 12 noon huh? no, no, you connect at 12 noon you spent one five speaking to your, your friend in Germany. Hello, hi, how are you? What's your name? How? One five. Gone. I don't have data for prayer. No. Stop talking. Pray. Uh, save money from talking. Pray. Have data for prayer. Common sense in these next two weeks. Reduce your talking to save money if that's what your issue is. To pray. Have data. You need it. You need to be connected to the heavens. You can't become a wonder by just wondering. <laughs> no, no, no. Just wondering here and there. 
huh? aimlessly. You know, there's something about this thing called prayer. Everything else looks nice but prayer. Are you with me? Okay, you're being too holy, Abby. Oh, look at you there. <laughs> Everything else looks more exciting or more pleasurable but prayer. But I found that is this. That the flesh does not like what will kill it and will make more room for the spirit to rise. And if that's it, it means I need to receive grace for discipline. Because that is the very thing I need to do. Are you fainting? Prayer could be the key. The Bible says in Matthew 7, 7 and 8. Wow. We're going to pray next minute to dedicate this fast very, very well. Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. We see three key words there ask, seek, and then knock. They are progressions of prayer. Ask, seek, and knock. And with the progression of prayer, there is a demand for greater intensity and commitment. Asking has to do with petition, supplication. Many a times you ask once and you get the answer. But there are certain things in your life that you just understand for no reason, you don't know why, that you ask, but somehow or the other, the answer does not seem to come as instantly as other things. Wow. What you then need to do is to move from asking to seeking. Increase the firepower. Increase the consistency. Increase the commitment. Increase the tenacity. Add fasting to it. Yet again, there is another level beyond ask, seeking to knocking. Knocking has to do with things that don't just relate to you, you and you, but weighty matters of the kingdom. You knock about revival. You knock about the city getting saved. You knock about his kingdom coming. Right. So it's another level of commitment. Ask, seek, and knock. We found a man Elijah in the Bible who was a man of like passion, the Bible calls him. He knew how to engage God in the place of prayer. We see that in 1 Kings 18, when he called on fire, 19, he prayed and rain came after three and a half years. We see this story in James chapter 5 verse 16. And here what it says, James 5 16, very interesting. I read 16 to 18, Amplified Classic. Confess to one another therefore your faults, your slips, your false steps, your offenses, your sins, and pray. Wow. For one another that you may be healed and restored to a spiritual tone of mind and heart. Track with me please. The earnest, that's the key now, the earnest, the earnest, it's not every prayer that gains ascendancy to heaven. There is a need for fervor, for tenacity, earnest, sincerity, the earnest, heartfelt, 
So prayer must be heartfelt. Number one, continued prayer of a righteous man makes, hear this, tremendous power available. So when prayer is done properly, done effectively, it makes something available that is called tremendous power is generated in the place of prayer. Small prayer, small power, much prayer, much power. Hello, somebody. So here, prayer of the righteous man of much makes tremendous power available, dynamic in his working. Wow. Elijah was a human being with a nature such as we have with feelings, affections, and a constitution like ours, and he prayed earnestly for it not to rain. And no rain fell on the earth for three and a half years. And then he prayed again, and the heavens supplied the rain, and the land produced its crops as usual. The Bible says he was a man of like passion. You know what that means? Just like me and you. In fact, the truth is that we ought to paraphrase that statement because he, he, he wasn't just like like passion. We are better off in the sense that he wasn't born again. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. He didn't have the Holy Ghost. Yet, a man of like passion like us, not God, he prayed. He prayed effectively, fervently, passionately, the heavens were locked not for one day not for one year three years and a half and the heavens didn't open up their own accord he too had to pray again say god the heaven you help me close now i want to open a fata yet we have the holy ghost hmm. the bible declares in romans 8 26 that we don't know how to pray, for, pray as we ought to pray, but, but the Holy Spirit helpeth our infirmities, not sickness, so is weakness, inadequacies, human frailty. The Holy Ghost helps our infirmities, our weaknesses, and helps us to pray as we ought to pray. This is a New Testament prayer. The help of the Holy Ghost is available. Some say, yes, I believe. I didn't hear you say, yes, I believe. Yes, I believe. That power is in your hand. How is it in the name of Jesus? You have to know how to wield it. Praise God. Praise God. Jesus, in the school of prayer, was a man to observe. When I mean a man, I mean a man on the earth for, for 33 three years and a half. A man to observe. At the baptism by River Jordan in Luke 3, the Bible declares in Luke 3, 21, Luke 3, 21. Uh, now, when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus, whoa, also being baptized. And what? Oh, come on, church, talk to me. We can't run from this prayer. He was baptized and what? Come on, church, and what? And pray. What happened? The heaven was open. Wow. And the Holy Ghost descended in a bodily shape like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven which said, Thou art my beloved son. In thee I am well pleased. Listen, when prayer is efficacious, when prayer is fervent, when prayer is effective, it opens the vaults and the treasures of heaven. And I believe in the next 14 days your prayers will unlock the treasures of heaven. 
There are vaults waiting to be unlocked. How do you unlock them? Number one, you pray to the Father. Yes. Jesus teaching the principles of prayer in Matthew 6 from verse 9, I believe it is, says, pray thus our Father who art in heaven. Your prayer should be to the Father. Number one principle, pray to the Father. Number two, you pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. It's very powerful. The Bible declares, at the mention of his name, Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. There is a name that heaven recognizes called voice recognition. They don't know your name there. No. So whose name do you come in? In the name of Goodhart? Mm -mm. Name of John? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No. I come in the name of Jesus Christ. You know what that means? He gave you a legal authority to be able to sign a check with his name. And it's not forgery. Jesus said in John 14 and John 16 that hitherto you've asked the Father for nothing, but ask in my name, he will give it to you. So the name that Je the Father hears is Jesus. Huh. At the beautiful gate of Acts chapter 3, beautiful gate, yeah. James and John saw a man crippled for 38 years or thereabout. And the Bible says that it was at the name of Jesus Christ that he was healed. And Acts 4.12 says that there is salvation in no other name but in the name of the Lord Jesus. Listen, that name has authority in the heavens. That name has authority on the earth. That name has authority in hell. If all you know to do is to call the name, that's prayer. Jesus, 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 save me. Why? His name is as ointment poured forth as why the virgins love his name. Name is power. Causes the blind to see, the deaf to hear, the dumb to speak, the lame to walk, and the sinner to be saved. Somebody tell Jesus three times. Jesus. Jesus and Jesus. Wow. Demons tremble at that name. Angels bow and worship at the name. Number three, when you pray, pray by the power and in the power of the Holy Ghost. One of the ministers of the Holy Ghost to you and to me in this dispensation is our helper. He's called our comforter. He's called our helper. He's called our teacher. He's called our strengthener. He's called our advocate. But he's our helper. He's there to help you in the areas you want help. If you want help in prayer, ask for help. Ask for help. One of the most effective forms of prayer is praying in the Holy Ghost. Every prayer should be done with the Spirit. We pray, oh, yes, prayers with the Spirit, right? By the help of the Holy Ghost. But yes, there's a particular kind of prayer that is called praying in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Whether you're petitioning, whether you're supplicating, whether you're interceding, whether you're whatever prayer, you need help. But there is a kind of prayer called praying in tongues. In my mind, it's one of my favorite prayers. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it overlooks your inadequacies. 
Oh, wow. Help me, Lord. How do I put this now? Koroba. It overrides. That's a word. It overrides. It overrides. It overrides your weakness. Overrides your flaws. It overrides and takes over. Jude 1 20 says, Ah, building up yourself on your most holy faith. Guess what? Praying in the Holy Ghost. Please, if you're not baptized, this day you'll be baptized. If you embrace the Holy Ghost, you will be baptized with evidence of speaking in tongues. Why? You can't be you can't be effective to an extent without catching this aspect of prayer. Can I give you a simple assignment? In the two weeks we're stepping to from midnight today, can you be more deliberate? I know you've been doing it, it's a culture in this house, but can we be more, just more deliberate? Because we're in a season of waiting and watching. To do what? To spend time in tongues. More, make a commitment from today. In the shower, be, be deliberate. Remind yourself. Your pastor reminded you. Your driving to work or you're in that taxi, you're on that bus. Should be under your breath. Don't harass people with religion. No. Let your tongue be moving regularly. You know what? You're speaking mysteries that the devils can't understand. It's beyond a Morse code. It's beyond a language, beyond a tongue. No, no. It is, it is, it is, it is direct line to heaven. They can't be engaged. No, 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 no. Rabbi Yata, he hears you. This was one prayer that Apostle Paul found regular. He said in 1 Corinthians 14, 18, that I pray in tongues more than you all. What? That's one of his key secrets. So I thank my God. I thank my God. What? I speak in tongues more than you all. So these 14 days, let's engage more deliberately. 5 a.m., 12 noon, 6 p.m. Engage. Tongues. Release mysteries. Pray to the Father. Pray in the name. Pray by the power of the Holy Ghost. Pray the word or pray the will of God. The most effective way to pray is to know the word. Know his will concerning you and pray his will. Because prayer is at the best when we return God's word back to him. Are you hearing me? The spiritual world is a very legal world. Please listen. I know you've been praying before, but not some kind of result. You may not know exactly how best to pray. There's a way to pray. It's not your verbosity. Not your longevity. Huh? Is your heart connected to God? It can be one minute, it can be one hour, it can be ten hours. And the grave said of Lazarus, it was a long prayer. Father, I thank you for you hear me always. You know what? If your private prayer life is intense and long and verbose, your public prayer has no need to be long. You don't get that. The Selah, you get it next year, maybe. Maybe 14 days, you get it. It's not here you'll be directed. Oh Lord, we give you all the praise. Pandera Frost, magnificent, the glorious, the wonderful, the splendor, the fire. Oh Lord, majesty. Oh Lord, no. It's not here to display that. In your altar, do another one. You do it. But yeah, in the name of rise up and walk. 
the power behind it one minute is what happened at home you hear me always not now it's not what I prayed now that made him rise up no it's a prayer I've been praying before Jesus said you hear me always so determined to have a consistent prayer life that is what GPP has come to do for many across the world at least there's one hour every day at least before you have 10 minutes you grow beyond that but at least it's one hour every day now two hours every day now three hours in this next two weeks <laughs> hallelujah 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 somebody shout hallelujah, hallelujah. somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah somebody shout hallelujah your prayer in the next few days will unlock the vault and the treasures of heaven over your life. The cloud will be filled and rain shall pour. The rain of revival, the rain of healing, the rain of miracles, the rain of breakthroughs, and the rain of shifting. Shout yes! Hallelujah! These two weeks are your weeks. <laughs> They are weeks to be remembered. It's not time to play. Cut down on activities, become productive. You know, it's okay to pray on your own, but there is an anointing that comes when there is a corporate fast like this. Something happens. That's the power of DPPA. People joining hands and hearts together all over the world. Where two or three are gathered in my name, Matthew 18, 18. There are mine in their midst. There is something about two or three. It's the power of corporate anointing. Psalm 133. How good. How pleasant. It is for brethren to dwell together in it. Listen. 14 days. Ah, one shall chase a thousand to flight. Two what? Ten thousand. That is synergy. Take advantage of the power generated corporately to move things in your life for the year end and next year. Don't be careless with your destiny. Don't ask what happened. Oh God, where are you? God is where he is. Ancient of days, where are you? How are you? He's there. He sits, he's called a sat. He sits upon the throne. You move, he doesn't move. So let's return back to him in repentance. Hello? House of prayer? We're not praying. That's what to pray. I'm telling you, I'm, I feel very bad. Yeah. And it's a good place to be. If you're sincerely repentant, God will hear your, your cries. Corporate prayer. Look at Acts 4. There was a power generated by corporate prayer. What happened? And they prayed together. And the place where they were, it shook. You see that before? Uh, corporate prayer shakes things out of the way. Oh, I, 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 I wish I had time. There are things that ought to be shaken out of Nigeria. It's beyond my prayer. It's our prayer. Our prayer will shake it off. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You pray in faith. Don't pray in doubt. You pray the will of God. Pray the word of God. You pray in faith. You pray in faith. You pray in faith. You pray with thanksgiving. Philippians 4 verse 6. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Let's pray. I want to take you to... Ah, I wish I had time. I want to take you to a prayer of consecration this hour. It's found in Jewel, 
Joel chapter number two. I'll read this, this scripture. We'll rise up two minutes. It's a prayer of consecration and we're done for this service. All right. Just turn to your Bible. Joel 2, 15 to 19. Wow. I've shared with you before time three Ps. There's prophecy. There's prayer. And there's performance. Prophecy. Prayer. Performance. A personal prophecy can be hanging over you until you pray through to the point of performance. Apostle Paul said to Timothy first, Timothy 1.18, My son Timothy, wage a good warfare with the prophecies that went over you. So the prophecies are meant to be used for warfare. You have something hanging, revive for glory, let's wrestle with it. Pursue, overtake, recover out. Let's wrestle with it in these 14 days. Hallelujah. The year will end well. Let's wrestle with it. Joel 2.15, we'll rise shortly for a few minutes. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Sanctify a fast. We're doing so right now. Call a solemn assembly. Gather the people. Sanctify the congregation. That's what we're doing right now. Assemble the elders. Gather the children. They're here at the back, all over the place. <laughs> and those that suck the breast, let the bridegroom go forth of his chamber. And the bride out of her closet. Serious matter. Let the priest, the ministers of the Lord, weep between the porch and the altar. And let them say, spare the people. O Lord, and give not that heritage to reproach. That the heathen shall rule over them. Wherefore should they say among the people, where is their God? Then will the Lord be jealous for his land and pity his people. Here the Lord will answer and say unto his people, behold, I will send you corn. That's coming our way here. And wine, that's coming our way. And oil. I thought I heard amen. amen. Aha. And you shall be what? Satisfied therewith. And I will no more make you a reproach among the heathen. Rise up on your feet. Can we start with a simple prayer of repentance? Lord, forgive me for prayerlessness. This hour I ask for you to forgive me. Set my heart ablaze from today. Will you pray sincerely? Across the nations, let's ask for forgiveness. Somebody pray. Father, forgive me. Father, Lord, as a family, we'll gather at your feet this hour to ask that you forgive us. Ah, we know there's a next level. We cry for that next level. Next level of intimacy. We want to go beyond the outer court to the holy place, to the holy of holies. Father, change our taste buds in particular in the next few days. Can somebody ask for grace to watch, to wait? Remember, it is work, but it's a work with delight. Work that brings you energy and refreshing. Ah, Kabana Mosa, yet it's work. Ah, there is a place for discipline and diligence. Can you ask for grace for discipline and diligence to bring your body under subjection? Father Lord, help us to pray as we ought to pray. Teach us to pray. Let the mantle of prayer rest upon this house, my Father. Make us indeed a house of prayer for all nations. Hey, somebody praying. I desire a fresh mantle of prayer. Let prayer become a delight and a joy. Night and day and noon. We're delivering from prayerlessness in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You have just experienced the preaching and teaching ministry of Good Heart Obi Ekweme. 
lead pastor of Revival House of Glory International Church, Rogic, and the apostolic leader of the Horn of Revival Ministry, a global outreach ministry mandated to carry the torch of revival across cities and nations. If you would like to ask a question, share your prayer request or testimony, or get more messages or books from Apostle Goodheart, please call or text 0805-223-4444 or email info at rogic.org. That is info at rhogic.org. Also download the Horn of Revival Ministry app on Google Play or Apple Store to connect with a variety of quality resources including Rogic Radio and our refreshing daily devotions to take you higher in life. And for real-time ministry, you can follow Apostle Goodheart on Twitter. The handle is at Pastor Goodheart. And on Instagram, the handle is at Apostle Goodheart. Keep hearing the Word of God. It will produce intimacy with your spirit for uncommon encounters on the earth.